0: hi guys welcome back to model behavior i hope you're all having a fantastic day i am currently in wrightsville north carolina i'm on a little family beach vacation and my boyfriend's also here and my brother's friend is also here and we're just one big happy family and it's very wholesome and i've been having a great time it's such a cute little town my family's been here like four times now and i've never been able to go with them and i actually haven't been on a family vacation since march of 2020 like literally the week that covid started like we drove back from vacation on the day that lockdown started so it's been a while and my family loves this place and now i see why um but anyway this week i want to talk about the fitness and wellness industry and how i think it's become really toxic in a lot of ways there's a couple reasons that this has like really been on my mind recently um first off if you follow my tiktok you might have seen this post i made about an experience that i had at my gym like probably like two months ago at this point maybe not quite two months maybe like a month um but i'm just gonna like quickly tell the story again because you probably have no idea what i'm talking about but basically i was at my gym and this trainer who works there came up to me while I was working out and was just like, hey, like, do you have any interest in personal training? And I was like, um, I mean, like, not totally. Like, I'm kind of, like, fine with just, like, doing my own thing. Like, I like having my own little routine and stuff. And he was like, okay, well, you get a free consultation with your membership, so why don't you just let me, like, just tell you about the program? And I was like, okay, fine, like, whatever, it's free. And so, he took me down to the basement, to this little private room, first red flag, (laughs) and he just, like, asked me what my fitness goals were and stuff, and I was just, like, I don't know, like, I just like to be active, and, like, I like lifting, and I like feeling stronger. And he was, like, so your fitness goal is to, like, get stronger? And I was, like, yeah. And he was, like, not to lose weight or anything, and I was, like, no, definitely not. Like, I'm actually in recovery from an eating disorder, so... That is not my goal, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then he asked me if he could weigh me and get my body fat percentage, and I was like, "Um, like n- I don't weigh myself. I don't want to know any numbers. Like I just told you, I was in recovery. I really don't care how much I weigh. Like that's just not an issue for me." And he was like, "Okay, well, just like, can you let me weigh you for?" my own purposes like so I can track it if we start training together and I was like okay whatever but like I don't want to see the numbers if you could please just cover up the numbers that would be great and he was like yeah for sure no problem so I got on the scale he did the calculations or whatever and we sat back down and he was like okay so your body fat percentage is blank and told me the number and I was just like I cannot believe this man just told me that number And it was, the number was just immediately ingrained in my brain. And I was just like, oh my God, like, why would he say that? Like, this is not great for my mental health right now. (laughs) And then, oh my God, it gets worse. He pointed on a chart to like where my body fat percentage apparently was and was like, well, ideally we would get this number down and you would lose some body fat. And I was just like, oh my god like why would you tell somebody who just told you that they were in eating disorder recovery that they should lose body fat and also let me just tell you those body fat scales are have been proven to be inaccurate they are not even fucking accurate and you're telling me this like it's a fact and like oh, like you are like over what you should be as far as body fat goes, when the scale you're using is not even accurate. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. So basically he did exactly what I had just told him to please not do. It's literally his job to cater to whatever my needs are regarding my fitness goals. And he did exactly the opposite of that. Also, I forgot about this, so I'm adding this later, but during the consultation like at the end he was asking me really fucking weird questions and was like so how much touching are you comfortable with and i was like what what and he was like yeah like you know, I'm a touchy person, I'm not creepy, but like, if I need to spot you or touch you while we're training, how much touching are you comfortable with? And I was like, first of all, anybody who says they're not creepy and feels the need to say that they're not creepy automatically means that they are creepy. And I was just so confused and I was like, why are you asking me this right now? Like, this is so, like, such a strange question. And he kept asking me until I answered. And I was like, um, I don't like spotting is fine. Like I'm fine with that. And then after that, he was like, okay. And I just want to be clear that if we have any problems or I make you uncomfortable, do not go to management and come to me and we can handle it between ourselves. And I was like, that also seems like a very odd thing to say and he kept repeating it until i like verbally agreed that i understood the whole thing was just so weird and i was like a normal person like non-creepy person just does not even think to like ask these questions like this is so weird but this actually ended up getting even worse the next time I saw this man. Obviously, I decided not to work with him. And so the next time I went into the gym, he came up behind me while I was stretching and put a massage gun on my butt without saying anything. And then said, if you're not going to train with me, who's going to do this for you? And I was just like, "What? like, is this guy fucking serious right now? Like, you cannot do that. And I was just so uncomfortable and so freaked out that this man just came up to me and put this thing on my butt without saying anything to me. So obviously this is something a trainer should never do, and it could literally be considered sexual harassment. And I do think I'm going to report him to my gym, not only for like the whole number eating disorder thing, but also for this literal sexual harassment. But like I'm kind of having a dilemma about it because I'm like, okay, best case scenario, he could get fired and then I'm way more comfortable in the gym because I see him there all the fucking time. Like almost every time I go, he's there. But on the other hand, he could just like get a warning or something. And then he would know that I reported him and then I would still have to see him in the gym all the time. And I just feel like that would make me even more uncomfortable. And I really just don't wanna have to switch gyms because this gym is like kind of cheap. It's always empty. It's three stories. It has really nice equipment. It's near my apartment. It has a steam room and a sauna. And I just like really don't wanna leave that gym. So it's really fucking unfortunate that this asshole had to do that. Yeah, I'm just really having to weigh my options with that one. But even if like the whole massage gun thing didn't happen, the tactics that he used to try and get me to feel bad about myself and feel like I needed to like get more in shape and lose weight even after I told him I had an eating disorder is just like that's just so fucked up. And I'm sure this tactic works on so many people because they don't have like the knowledge and they don't know that that scale isn't accurate and they are actually probably perfectly fucking healthy. It's just one of the ways that the fitness industry can be really toxic and I feel like there's a lot of just like ill-equipped, inappropriate, and incompetent quote-unquote personal trainers out there. And after I posted the TikTok telling this story, I actually had a few trainers reach out to me and they started telling me about how what he was doing in the consultation is actually a tactic that a lot of trainers purposely use to make their clients feel like they need to work with that trainer. Even if they're perfectly healthy, the trainer finds something that they can make their client like feel self-conscious about and then the trainer explains how like they can fix that for them. And it's a fucked up tactic and I'm sure it works on a lot of people unfortunately. So that's that story. But the other reason that this has really been on my mind is because I recently started seeing a lot of fitness influencers, if you can call them that, (laughs) come up on my For You page. And so much of the content is things like staying on track on vacation, how to make sure you fit in exercise and healthy eating on vacation which isn't a bad thing at all. If like, that's what makes you happy, that's what makes you feel good. But there's so much guilt around not doing that. Like there's so much guilt around not exercising on vacation and just fucking relaxing. And I also keep seeing a lot of like healthy ice cream alternatives, how to make healthy thin mints and just like so many weird like food swaps, like low calorie swaps and sugar-free swaps and all this shit and a lot of these fitness influencers are also in recovery from eating disorders. Shocking, I know. And I've noticed this pattern a lot, especially in the recovery community, where it's literally just a switch from either anorexia, binge eating disorder, or bulimia to orthorexia, which is a much less talked about eating disorder because it's not as dangerous or deadly, I would say. And it's often encouraged because it's an obsession with healthy eating, essentially, and just like healthy alternatives and often exercise too. So it's way more socially acceptable. And I feel like we've come a long way as a society, like going from talking about like being skinny all the time and like losing weight and so many just like commercials and ads about like diet pills and slim fast shakes and weight watchers and like this obsession with being skinny and I feel like we're moving away from that which is really good but it's almost just like the word skinny is now being replaced by healthy. And like those weight loss ads are now being replaced with wellness ads, like green juice cleanses and this obsession with healthy routines and exercise routines and super strict clean eating. So instead of talking about being skinny all the time, we're now just talking about being healthy which is more acceptable, right? Like why would there be a problem with telling people they should be healthy? But it's when it becomes an obsession and creates guilt and anxiety around eating anything that's not quote clean and you lose that food freedom and then there's all this pressure to always eat a certain way or else you're gonna be deemed unhealthy. That's when the goal of like health and wellness becomes unhealthy and obsessive and disordered. And it's become so important not to fall into that trap and not to fall into the trap of diet culture and like the super strict clean eating bullshit. And it's so important to be able to maintain food freedom and peace around eating so you don't end up feeling trapped by a certain diet or routine and this diet culture mentality. And within this wellness community, I feel like there is so much judgment of like people who eat fast food or don't drink green juice, or don't take a million supplements, or don't exercise five days a week, or maybe they eat processed food or artificial sweeteners. And like the wellness girlies will give you the biggest fucking side eye for going to McDonald's or not doing Pilates or not getting 10,000 steps a day. But there should not be this fear or guilt or obsession or anxiety or judgment around food and exercise. And there's also just so much conflicting information in the wellness industry. Like just one example I have is about five years ago, I was told that I needed to do intermittent fasting to lose weight and that it was really good for me and it's just really good for burning fat. So I was told not to eat until like 1 p.m., which meant skipping breakfast and going about my day without any food or fuel in my body. But now there is so much research and so many people say that fasting is not good for women and it throws off your hormones and it's not good for your metabolism and breakfast really is the most important meal of the day and you need that fuel to start your day and balance your hormones. And so many people will tell you to eat protein within the first two hours of waking up. But still, people in the wellness industry with all the same credentials and the exact same expertise will tell you completely opposite things about fasting and so much other dietary information, like cutting out gluten or dairy or sugar. And so many people will tell you it's good for you. And so many people will tell you it's bad for you. And they all have the exact same qualifications. So it gets so confusing and overwhelming for consumers of all these wellness trends with so much conflicting information out there. And you might've also seen this on my TikTok, but I recently, called out these so-called recovery influencers who are very new to recovery themselves. They are not doctors, they're not dietitians, they're not eating disorder specialists, and they're selling recovery programs, which are literally just super healthy meal plans, oftentimes counting macros and tracking food, and also really rigorous and strict workout plans with a lot of cardio which is absolutely fucking disgusting to me. It's literally capitalizing on other people's recovery by just directing them towards orthorexia habits when you have no actual specialty or certification in eating disorders. It just does not sit right with me. Like, if you're new to recovery, you should not be telling people how to eat and exercise. And the fact that they're trying to make money off of people is just so vile to me. The only people that are qualified to tell you what you should eat and how you should exercise are doctors and medical professionals that work case by case and understand your body and your health on a very scientific and also personal level. Recovery is never a one-size-fits-all program. Every single person with an eating disorder will need to approach recovery differently based on their health and habits and what is medically necessary. Also, let me just fucking say for the record, real recovery is food and exercise freedom. And these girls are literally just giving people a new obsession and a new fixation on healthy eating and exercise and cardio. Like literally never eating anything slightly unhealthy or freaking out and working out like crazy to try and compensate for anything quote-unquote unhealthy that they eat. People with orthorexia become so fixated and obsessed with clean eating that it becomes distressing and overwhelms their life. So some of the symptoms are compulsively checking nutrition labels, an increased concern about the health of ingredients, cutting out an increasing number of food groups like sugar, carbs, dairy, meat, things like that, an inability to eat anything but a narrow group of foods that are deemed healthy, an unusual interest in the health of what others are eating, high levels of distress when healthy or safe foods are not available, and obsessive following of food and healthy lifestyle content. It's basically an extreme restriction, not necessarily in the amount of food, like with anorexia, but the quality and variety of food. And i feel like you can observe this behavior in a lot of fitness influencers on tiktok and instagram of like very strict what i eat in a days and very strict diets and very strict workout routines and it's not really talked about as being a problem because technically it's a healthy lifestyle and they're eating healthy food and like these people are well sometimes they're eating enough like they're eating enough calories and getting nutrients but there is so much rigidity in their routine and what they allow themselves to eat. And the excuse is always like, well, I just love being healthy. Like what's wrong with caring about my health and like not wanting to eat unhealthy food, which like, okay, that's obviously like the most obvious defense. But there's also another influencer who's literally like nine months into anorexia recovery, if you can even call it recovery. And she's selling a meal plan and workout plan on her TikTok where she promotes a lot of cardio and a very strict healthy diet. And like, if she does have any type of cheat meal, it's like weighed out on a scale and like all that fucking eating disorder behavior bullshit. And this should not be promoted as recovery. This should not be sold to girls who are trying to recover. It's literally just going from one eating disorder to another one. It's just a different form of an unhealthy obsession with food and exercise. It is not food freedom at all. It is not exercise freedom at all. And I just can't believe that people are fucking selling it. Like it's one thing to struggle with this by yourself, but it's a whole other thing to give it to to other people. Like it's kind of insane to me. You're still a slave to food and exercise. Your life is still being lived around food and exercise and cardio. And on one hand, I feel really bad because I know how awful it is to be so consumed by it and have it be the only thing you're thinking about every single day, all day. And literally just living your life around food and food rules and exercise rules. But I stop feeling bad for you when you sell it to other people. And also this one particular person I'm talking about and also several other influencers selling meal plans and exercise plans are not qualified to do so whatsoever. They are not nutritionists. And that's super fucked up in my opinion. And honestly, some of the most fucked up trainers and nutritionists who are qualified have eating disorders. Like sure, they took the classes, they got the certificates, but they can still promote whatever they want. For example, I have personal experience with this. I had a certified trainer and nutritionist when I was 17 because my modeling agency wanted me to lose more weight, even though I was already underweight. But this woman who had all the credentials put me on a 1200 calorie diet, made me completely cut out sugar and most carbs, even though I was already underweight, and I was playing volleyball for two hours a day, five days a week, and going to school and being a normal, very active teenager. And anyone with a fucking brain now will tell you that's extremely unhealthy, and that is not nearly enough food for an active teenage girl who is already underweight. So that's just an example that just because someone technically is qualified to be a nutritionist or a personal trainer does not mean they will give you healthy advice. And so it gets so tricky because then you're like, how the fuck do I know who to trust? And you just have to start using your own judgment to try and find the right information about nutrition and exercise, which can be really confusing and overwhelming. And that's why it's so scary that these girls with eating disorders and orthorexia are getting certified to coach other people. And once again, just because they got the certificate, it does not mean they will give you healthy advice. And even if you're not selling it or gaining anything from it, it's still fucked up to promote it on TikTok, in my opinion. Just don't set that example. Life is about balance. Recovery is about balance. Recovery is about food freedom and living your life without restrictions and rules around food and exercise. And sure, there's nothing wrong with eating a healthy diet. I eat a relatively clean and healthy diet, but I'm not obsessed with it. I don't freak out when there aren't any super healthy options for me. I don't weigh my food or track my food. And I do have treats and unhealthy food sometimes. And I don't try to compensate with exercise and trying to burn it off afterwards. And that is the road to recovery. And I don't wanna just sit here and talk shit about these girls. Like That's not what I'm trying to do. It's not about them. It's about the girls trying desperately to recover who are getting misled by these people. But fortunately, I do think there is a big community of us who are speaking up about these things and kind of like raising the red flags and warning people that these things are not actually recovery and that it's not actually healthy. I think there are a lot of us trying to prevent people from falling for these schemes and money-making tactics that will only make them sicker or prolong their journey to true recovery and true food and exercise freedom. But yeah, um, I think that's kind of all I had to talk about for now. I mean, I feel like I could literally talk about this for hours, but I'm not going to. So moral of the story is just be careful about the content you're consuming and who you're trusting and stuff like that. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who will lead you astray and it's a bummer, but just do what feels right and just always aim for food and exercise freedom. As long as you're reaching towards that, you're going in the right direction but anyway, it is now sunny outside again. It was raining for a second, so I'm gonna go back to the beach. I love you guys so much, and I hope you have a great day, and I will see you next time.